Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Isaiah 27, verse 6 through 28, verse 13, and 29, verses 22 and 23. In the days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will blossom and sprout, and they will fill the whole world with fruit. Like the striking of him who has struck them, has he struck them? Or like the slaughter of his slain, have they been slain? You contended with them by banishing them, but by driving them away. With his fierce wind, he has expelled them on the day of the east wind. Therefore, through this, Jacob's iniquity will be forgiven, and this will be the full price of the pardoning of his sin. When he makes all the altar stones like pulverized chalk stones, when Asherim and incense altars will not stand, for the fortified city is isolated, a homestead forlorn and forsaken like the desert. There the calf will graze, and there it will lie down and feed on its branches. When its limbs are dry, they are broken off. Women come and make a fire with them, for they are not a people of discernment. Therefore, their maker will not have compassion on them, and their creator will not be gracious to them. In that day, the Lord will start his threshing from the flowing stream of the Euphrates to the brook of Egypt, and you will be gathered up one by one, O sons of Israel. It will come about also in that day that a great trumpet will be blown, and those who were perishing in the land of Assyria and who were scattered in the land of Egypt will come and worship the Lord in the holy mountain at Jerusalem. Ephraim's captivity predicted. Woe to the proud crown of the drunkards of Ephraim and to the fading flower of its glorious beauty, which is at the head of the fertile valley. 
of those who are overcome with wine. Behold, the Lord has a strong and mighty agent as a storm of hail, a tempest of destruction, like the storm of mighty overflowing waters. He has cast it down to the earth with his hand. The proud crown of the drunkards of Ephraim is trodden underfoot, and the fading flower of its glorious beauty, which is the head of the fertile valley, will be like the first ripe fig prior to summer, which one sees, and as soon as it is on its hand, he swallows it. In that day, the Lord of hosts will become a beautiful crown and a glorious diadem to the remnant of his people." A spirit of justice for him who sits in judgment, a strength to those who repel the onslaught at the gate, and those also reel with wine and stagger from strong drink. The priest and the prophet reel with strong drink. They are confused by wine. They stagger from strong drink. They reel while having visions. They totter when rendering judgment. For all the tables are full of filthy vomit without a single clean place. To whom would he teach knowledge? And to whom would he interpret the message? Those just weaned from milk, those just taken from the breast? For he says, order on order, order on order, line on line, line on line, a little here, a little there. Indeed, he will speak to this people through stammering lips in a foreign tongue. He will he who said to them, here is rest, give rest to the weary, and here is repose, but they would not listen. So the word of the Lord to them will be order on order, order on order, line on line, line on line, a little here, a little there, that they may go and stumble backward, be broken, snared, and taken captive. And Isaiah 29, beginning in 22 Therefore, thus says the Lord who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob, Jacob will not now be ashamed, nor shall his face now turn pale. But when he sees his children, the work of my hands in his midst, they will sanctify my name. Indeed, they will sanctify the Holy One of Jacob and will stand in awe of the God of Israel. Matthew 2, 1 through 12. The Visit of the Magi Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child and when you have found him, report to me, so that I too may come and worship him. After hearing the king, they went their way, and the star, which they had seen in the east, went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. After coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. 
Then opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. These scriptures seem like they're they're kind of so far apart, yet there really is a big connection between them. In Isaiah 27, that part, um, he, God is really talking about this judgment that's coming, but his judgment is meant to turn his people back to him, and they repent, and then he promises to gather them together for a grand reunion one day. He is, he's calling them back to him and he says, I'm going to bring us all back together. And then in 28, he's giving warnings. Specifically, he's giving warnings to Ephraim, which is um, really that's the lost sheep. That is whenever the scriptures, when Jesus is talking about the parable of the lost sheep, it's referring to that portion, Israel, that split off, which is the descendants of Ephraim. And God's always said, you know, he wants, he's giving warning to Ephraim, but he really desires for them to return to him. And it's like they just refuse. They're, they just continue to refuse and turn their back on him. Well, then we get all the way to Matthew. And of course, everybody knows this story in Matthew. But look at what he did. The Magi get to come and see this great Messiah, this Savior that was born and now is a little bit older and living in his home. And they come and they come and bring him riches, and they're pouring out this reverent um, reverence of gifts on him because they know he is the promised deliverance. He is the promised salvation. He is the key to bringing all those people. God promised that he would bring them all back together again for a grand reunion. And it's all done through Jesus Christ. And that is just the beginning. Father, I'm so glad that you have a plan. I'm glad that you saw all of this beforehand. You knew what needed to be done. And you have built a bridge that promise that you gave us, that you would bring us together in a reunion with you and with other believers, that's an amazing promise. And I'm so thankful for Jesus Christ and what he has done to bring that to us. I ask that you can help us to be an example to others who don't know Jesus, that we can help them to understand the truth and in the fact that salvation comes through Jesus and through Jesus alone. Give us the courage to continue to speak about that good word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org 
and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.